1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. There's
0: a lot more punks than there was four years earlier, but there was also as many posers. Posers are people that look like punks, but they did it for fashion. Welcome to SLC Punks, a Utah jazz podcast brought to you by the staff of SLC Dunk. Now here's your hosts, Michael Loman and James Hansen.
1: Alright, welcome back to the SLC Punks podcast. This is your host, Hansen James. And this is Milo. Was
0: that and, 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 that sing I was going to say,
1: and then we got to have Mary jump in. Mary's back with us. I'm Mary, back. Mary,
2: by popular demand, I am back. <laughs> it Mary, was only because
0: was, r- Niang played well, and so we're like, "This is we yeah. have to test this theory." It, a, we a have a theory. We have a hypothesis. Uh When Mary's on the podcast, uh Niang plays better. So, testing this out.
2: Yeah, we'll see if it holds.
1: Well, Nyang didn't just play better last night against the Lakers, and i maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but Nyang was like showing up when a lot he of was, people were not.
2: He was the only one showing up at some points. Well he was yeah, like let's, let's he talk was about getting this, clutch
1: this week. clutch time buckets. Yeah, let's talk about mm-hmm. this week.
0: And we'll talk about Nyang, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we'll kinda of talk about him with this week too, because this week was filled with a lot of role players as the Utah Jazz um, had a memo. Probably sent from the top that said, "Hey, nobody else get hurt." Mm-hmm. And um, if you had any sort of injury, it doesn't matter whether it was a nick, a scrape, a uh, bruise, uh, you were sitting. And and that's we've had Derek uh, Derek Favors out with back spasms. He's now probable. Um, we had Ricky Rubio who was out with a, a, a quad contusion. Con- contusion. Contusion. Uh, Tabo was in and out. Um, Jay Crowder um, had a contusion as well. What was it? Was his also a quad contusion?
1: I think it yes. was an uh, Instagram contusion. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll leave that. Oh, al- man, I'll, leave that al- I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone.
0: But Yeah, lots so, of injuries. We had a lot of injuries, and so um, and then Hal Neto was out. So basically, the, the Jazz have been playing minus minus. a They're all their point guards. They've been playing, and Dante
2: Exum is still out. Don't forget Dante Exum. Yes, and
0: Dante Exum and Dante is still out. Um, they play. So they're without all their point guards. You could say they're without all their uh all their power forwards. Um, and uh, because uh George Niang hasn't really been getting time. Um, when when there's no Jay Crowder or uh, well, you have to be without Tabo Cephalosha, Jay Crowder, and Derek Favors to get to, to Niang sometimes. To get to
2: quality Niang minutes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to quality time. Um, so that's meant a lot of Grayson Allen. That's meant a lot of George Niang. Uh, a lot of uh, Epe Yudo. So Tony
2: Bradley even made an appearance.
0: A, a Tony Bradley, who is back I from read, air Tony degree. Bradley Yeah, my goodness, the Tony Bradley appearance. appearance. That is a that is a victory cigar that is not lit that often. It is mm-hmm. the uh, the purest of the pure right there. That's the good scent. Um. So, so yeah. So the Utah Jazz they went what? Uh, basically three and one in this past week. Um, That one game was lost was against the Lakers last night, which is a difficult pill to be swallowed a because it's the Lakers Uh, B because it's the South Bay Lakers and C it's still the Lakers. So, uh, but that they went through, they won three games and they had a chance to be able to go into the four, four spot. If the trailblazers lost and we do got to talk about this. The Denver Nuggets were ahead by six points with only three minutes left, and they decided we are playing too good. We do not – and they're kind of – it's almost like they're tanking for the three seed. I don't even know, uh, but they they tanked hard enough where they lost the game, which forces them into a tie with Houston, which they win the tiebreaker, but they tanked the last three minutes bringing their best players out, and they lost. To the Trailblazers, so the Trailblazers won by forfeit, and so it was a the really Jazz.
2: Weird situation.
0: Yeah, it was really weird, and so even if the Jazz won it against the Lakers last night, it didn't really matter because in the end, the Utah Jazz are probably winning one of their last games, and uh, they're going to end up in the fifth seed. And even if they don't win one of their last games, a lot of weird things have to happen for them not to be the fifth seed. So the Jazz are playing the Portland Trailblazers whether they like it or not. And they're probably going to be the five seed, whether they like it or not, because the tank job last night.
1: Well, and they probably know that. And that's probably why, I mean, I don't think they were resting players too much. I do think they're, they're siding towards caution. Uh, and obviously favors is coming back. So that I think the jazz would like to win one of their last two games to make sure they get that fifth mm-hmm. seed, because we really would not. I mean, Worst case scenario, I guess, is there's a chance we play Houston in the first round, and I really don't want that uh, for this team because I just don't know if they have it to beat the the Rockets. You never know, but I am not a I. Ugh. That's why last night was so such a bummer. Is I would have liked to just lock in that fifth seed just to feel s- secure. Uh, and also, the Laker bloggers were out last night, and I there was a lot of L's that. Um, jazz fans just had to eat there was a night. lot of hot
0: dugging and grandstanding for a team that has lebron and is missing the playoffs i'll tell you what i know yeah good for you guys you gotta be
2: uh,
1: uh it really hurt my heart but uh but the i guess the moral of this story is the jazz have been lucky to be able to kind of rest guys and still get wins the schedule has been very easy and they've been playing teams that are not good and it's allowed them to get wins while also resting up. Like I think one, there's a couple of things we've learned during this uh, time period, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit. One of those is that Derek Favors really is valuable to this team, and and getting wins when he doesn't play, and you don't really replace him with a quality player. Uh, there are times when the Jazz really struggle to score, especially with that second unit. Uh, without that, like Joe Ingles, Derek Favors pick and roll, the Jazz struggle on, de- on with that second unit to score. And defensively, at times they really like last night. If Derek Favors plays, the Jazz win that game, like easily, easily win that game. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, without him and and you know, a lot of guys not like there just wasn't a lot of guys that played well last night. Yang showed up in a nice way, and I think Yang is proving that he's going to be a nice uh, role player for the Jazz uh, for the foreseeable future. But man, yeah, without without Favors playing, you really lack that scoring off the bench. Uh, you know, Joe Ingles had a bad night last night. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had a bad night. Uh, Rudy Gobert wasn't, had a pretty good night, but he wasn't really able to, uh, impact McGee as much as you'd like. And that equaled the jazz loss because there was no one else. That was like one of those games where it feels like Derek favors saves the day at least once and the jazz get the win. And that was one of those games
0: where it felt like everyone else had a really good night the night before. Exactly.
2: It's LA. It I is
0: an LA flu, it.
1: exactly. Uh, so yeah, and my I think, life is strong. <laughs> my life was very strong, and <laughs> I have to say, I was so bummed. It was a bad loss. There's just no way around it. Just a bad, dumb, frustrating loss. But it's okay. Like Milo said, the Jazz are going to be in the fifth seed. We're probably going to be playing Portland. Uh, and like Milo said, the Jazz are bringing back Derek Favors. It sounds like he's probable. Uh, Favors, you know, has a long history of those back spasms, and so it has been a real luxury to just rest him and get him ready. And right. honestly, like, I think it, it's really
0: and interesting. And I think it's precautionary at this point. If they had something to play, I bet you they'd be like, okay, but if he's having any issues, I don't think they're going to ha- have him pushed through because even when he did go down, there wasn't a big chance of moving into that four seed unless a lot of other things go wrong. So mm-hmm. I think they're playing, play, like they're, they've learned their lesson from the past playoffs where they're like, we know we can go in and win four games against good teams, um, mm-hmm. if we're healthy. We just need to be healthy to give us ourselves a fighting chance.
1: Mm-hmm. And the loss sucks, and the players have pride, and so that that's why it just sucks. But uh, I was going to say too, like we've really learned that that favors uh, Ingles' pick and roll is not only a huge thing for for favors, but as well as Ingles. Like Ingles really gets a lot of buckets with that combo. And not having that, it does. You do see you kind of see Ingles struggle at times to find a place in the offense. He kind of becomes, and I guess that's what you want. You want Ingles to be using that corner three that he's so good at, and hit just his strengths of just a pure as a pure shooter. Joe Ingles is as good as anyone in the league uh, if you just have him spotting up and shooting. Uh, but his secondary skill, that playmaking ability with Favors, is just so good. And Favors is one of the most underrated pick and roll bigs in the league. He's uh, just been a monster again this year. So it's going to be fun to see favors come back. I've missed him. And I have to say also, I know I'm talking a lot. Uh, I've eaten a lot of crow lately. How with favors. You.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, it's really, really nice to hear you say wonderful things about favors because uh, there was a period where it was James bashing every day for talking bad about favors. And oh, saying that he was not how valuable. dare
0: you? I would never say such a thing. Oh, never. I, yeah, no, never. I'm the only one who ever says never, bad things about that. Never said it. No, I, I've, I've always, always. Um, and you can quote me on this, but don't quote me on this. Uh, I've always been in the favors bandwagon. Always. You can go to all my tweets over the past 30 days. Full on board favors wagon. <laughs> past on 30 the days. 37th day. Been there since the beginning.
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't think anyone's ever anti favors. That's the thing. No one's anti favors. Yeah. I think, I think what the issue is, is that like we're seeing what the Jazz are without favors and without a replacement player that kind of fills that void that because favors brings you what 12 to 16 points typically and like eight to 10 rebounds. He'll block a couple shots and he just plays really solid minutes. defense. Yeah. And then it's in super efficient minutes, play in 20 to 24 minutes. You know, and that's yeah. great. Well, and
2: the thing about him, he does it so quietly that you don't realize it's happening mm-hmm. until it's not happening anymore. So he's it's just kind of, guy that you that you don't appreciate him until he's gone.
1: Exactly. And we noticed that last night. Last night, we really missed Derek Favors. We win that game. It's not even a question. Been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, and as much as, oh, man. Uh, we're eating a lot of krill on this. We miss we miss Rubio. We miss him. We miss him. We need him. Oh, what's
2: that? You miss yeah. Ricky? <laughs> I, miss,
0: I, miss I miss Ricky's miss,
2: face. I'm not gonna lie. Ricky. Tell, tell, me, tell,
0: me, tell me why you miss miss Ricky.
2: No, I miss him playing, but also just seeing him out there. I just miss it.
0: He's, he does control the say, offense really well.
2: He does control
0: he does. and he he does he does put a an energy onto the floor. He is uh, it, it, that. I hate saying this, but there it, he he has intangibles. Let,
2: let it flow out of you. Just you know, it's in <laughs> you know, there. You know, there's the of Ricky is There. I, I, it, it,
0: I, the Jazz need him for the playoffs. Um. So all my comments right now. This is. The, the, I. I just want to say there's an end date when the playoffs end, but. The Jazz really, 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 really do need him because of what he brings. He brings control to the offense. There's times where you look at Donovan and you're like, he can really control the game. He can be a point guard. And there's other times where he can't. And that's just learning the game. And we're expecting a lot of him out of a second-year player. And and also playing out a position as a point guard and making that transition at the highest level and then also making that transition possibly in the playoffs. I don't... We saw that last year. He was able to do it for one game, and then Mike D'Antoni was just like, eh. "No, we're going to be planning that one out," and uh, and and it all came crashing down.
1: I I so I was going to say too. Also, Ricky has really brought. Um, I, I've liked how Ricky has really started driving to the hoop, and it feels like good things happen when he does that. Like when he really puts an emphasis on getting to the rim he, it seems like he's done real a lot better and last year one of those that was one of those things that we noticed that he got better at is when he drove to the rim and actually started scoring at a high level at the rim it changed his game you know we talk a lot about the shooting but when he's actually getting to the rim and and scoring and and doing it efficiently it really makes a huge difference and so we're seeing Ricky do these things and like same thing with favors i bet you if ricky plays last night he gets some easy buckets at the rim probably gets you 5 to 8 assists and the jazz win that game as well so last night was a sucky loss right. but they cuz cuz he, he's last been night. playing
0: great mm-hmm. he's been playing great and i even wrote i wrote a post i did i wrote how great ricky was doing and i think most of the p- comments were like i can't believe milos saying something nice about ricky but um he he's playing some of his best basketball while shooting 21% from three, which would be one of those things in any other time where we'd be like, this is a problem. Ricky Rubio shooting 21% from three. The whole place is going down in flames. And the reason it's not a big issue is he's driving to the hoop and he's getting to the line. He's getting, he's, he's averaging more free throws a game, which by the way is one. He shoots almost 90% from there. So, hey, that's a really good shot for Ricky at the line. And so, and I even wrote in my article, I said, it looks like the Jazz have given up on the Ricky Rubio as a shooter project and gone full board in getting Ricky to the one shot that he does extremely well. And that's the free throw line. And his, his drives have gone up considerably like, and his field goal percentage, He's shooting for March. He's shooting um, 53% at the rim. Uh, he's shooting 58% in February. And so that's really good. That is really, really good. And so and he's dropped off his turnovers. He's playing at a high level. If he can come back and play like that, mm-hmm. and the Utah Jazz have schemed ways to not make him lie uh, to punish defenses if they sag off of him uh, because now you, he, he's got a lot better – at throwing that lob he was he even last year he wasn't very good at it mm-hmm. and he's got a lot better in the last few months of hitting rudy uh, rudy right where he needs it and where he's the only one who can grab that and getting rudy to the line a lot of times because the only thing teams are doing is just fouling him when he's up there mm-hmm. so there's ways around it now there's there's a release valve for uh laying off of Rubio that they found in just the last thirty days, which can be very helpful uh, for the playoffs. So
2: uh, we'll see. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, if they he can bring it
1: exactly. If he can, if he can be driving to the rim at a regular, just like he's been doing at this pace, the Jazz have a chance to really make some noise in the playoffs. Now, if he can stay healthy too. Last year, Ricky got hurt in the playoffs, and we really missed him. And you know, you just hope he can stay healthy. Uh, you can yeah. stay healthy. I'm just w-
2: bring, you know, bring that leadership to the team on the court that they've clearly been missing.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. Absolutely, and, and 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 they need him. And they need him for both uh, defending Damian Lillard and and CJ McCollum. They need all that all the depth they can get. Um, because uh, Damien's going to be drawing fouls. He's good at getting to the line. Mm-hmm. So is CJ. And uh, that's going to be a big thing. And they can't just rely on Royce out there because the minute you put Royce out there to slow things down, which Royce is a great change of pace guy, but you do not he's not going to be able to dictate the offense. And so it's going to be great if Rubio's out there being able to get the offense into a rhythm then you're able to throw Royce out there as as that uh, changeup. See baseball reference. I know baseball and um, <laughs> d- slider, walks, fastball,
2: fastball,
0: baseball, ball ball. home run, Fa- curveball, <laughs> curveball, bases, home plate. I know, I know it. Home run. So. Um, but being able to throw Royce out there to slow the pace and change the pace of uh, the Portland Trailblazers and their and their perimeter guys, because without Nurkits there, they' it's all going to be about disrupting CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard and making anybody else not not named Lillard and McCollum step up. Mm-hmm. And with with a healthy uh, depth at that point guard position, uh, that's going to that they're going to be able to get a series win and get to the second round, if that's the case.
2: And it, it's going to be very important to have a point guard.
0: Absolutely. Well, and it
1: also just puts just pressure on has... Damien and CJ to have guard somebody. <laughs> yeah. It helps to have a point guard. It's like,
2: you know, <laughs> a, love... a point guard. Let's break it down. Mary makes everything <laughs> I say.
0: sound stupid. Like, yeah. Thank you, Michael, for yeah. letting us know that yeah. point guards are
2: helpful. Oh, really? <laughs> you, a team needs a point guard. I
0: really? never knew. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well that's why we brought Mary on because she she brings the noise and the and the fire and the home runs uh but yeah like I was gonna say and the home run the
0: home runs. I'm all oh. about them touchdowns
1: <laughs> yeah score
0: but uh yeah the score three-pointer if the
1: jazz go into the playoffs uh, and they've also been missing Howell Neto, so they haven't even had Neto, who actually was also playing really well uh before he got hurt and so they've just there's no pressure being put on the point guard.
2: They've it, had a lot of point guard issues. Let's none of them can stay healthy. It just that's what it is. It's very
1: frustrating and it sucks. Uh
2: it's very sad in my heart. And
1: every time we play the uh I still can't think about that Lakers loss. It's so bad.
0: Uh don't. But don't don't, don't think, think it, about it. Don't think about that think balding about, man. Think about
2: Think about oh yeah,
0: your own your own people did something terrible to they you. They did. Well a balding man. I had people I had one guy tell me a balding man. I had
1: one guy tell, gave you an L. I had that one guy tell me online, like, well, you know, shout out to him for keeping with it because I got hair treatment once, and you know, it's really tough to do. Well, great. Can a Caruso can go get hair treatment at some point? Maybe that's what he's working for. Are
0: contract you against hair treatment? hair treatment? Like, if, if what if somebody went up to you and said, hey. James, I carte blanche, you can, you can get like the Primo treatment. Primo. Oh, would you do it? If it would work, who wouldn't do that?
2: But Caruso is. James, uh, this is off topic. I saw a whole article about this guy who got hair treatment. It sounds terrible. It does. I'm just going to throw that I, out there. You know what
1: though? The thing is, if I shave my head, I don't have to comb my hair. And that's kind of an underrated thing in my life. Would I rather have hair? Yes. That's- but uh, I don't know. No need to comb this this uh, cube of mine. Uh, it's- <laughs> I was going to make it bad.
2: It's not my cube, but just piles of hair underneath. <laughs> yeah.
1: You guys have to deal with your cubes. My cube doesn't take a lot of maintenance. Yeah. Uh, but now now, I'm, now has-
0: I'm strangely suspicious that you aren't balding, but you're just shaving your head for convenience, but but siding oh. with the bald community. No, it's very much bald. And uh, the okay. club- can you grow your hair out to prove no. it? That no one wants that. No one. That's something somebody with hair would say. <laughs> well, Michael,
1: you should buzz your head and see what you think about it. It's pretty nice. Shout no, out to like
0: that's terrible.
1: You know, it's like when George on Seinfeld says like <laughs> he gets mad at the guys that
0: shave their head who have full head hair. Uh, but anyways, Bruce, there's uh, a I'm, whole I'm growing, I'm growing a man bun it. for Ricky. I'm growing a man bun for Ricky for the playoffs. It's almost what here. Are, what would you time. guys do if Ricky shaved his head? Would we still be fans of Ricky?
2: I cannot tell you. That is, that is the I darkest can't.
0: timeline, James. How dare you? How dare you?
2: I would cry <laughs> so hard.
0: I, maybe I would like him more. He
2: would, let's be real, Ricky would he look would be, great He would it.
0: look
1: so weird.
2: I think he'd look so weird. It would be really weird. He'd look
1: really good.
2: It would be, People would just be able to look at his face more no
0: it would be you know it would like oh that's the dark no no that's the darkest timeline right there like a bald rubio (laughs) bald
2: my brain's angry thinking about it you know that's just a bald. it may happen
1: one day and i'm i'm gonna be here for it hey
2: you know what if it makes ricky happy then i'm here for it whatever it's his hair it's his life but yeah don't, like
0: Ricky. R- Ricky Rubio looks better with long hair. Like out of all the pictures like when he went short it just uh, he looks like he's a cast member of friends when it's long the dude's dude solid mm-hmm. dude solid. He's got like yeah.
2: Ross season 6 hair. Yeah when because before
0: he had he had like the long hair before he went to the NBA those long locks and then he cut it for a couple seasons like oh, right but, like, before he the, went to Utah. Shag? Yeah, the shag, like he had that, it's not emo shag, but because there's like emo, like you're the lead singer shag, but then there's like basis where you're like, it's long, but I don't want to do anything, but I also don't want to have to like swoop it and put all the product. Like it was like basis emo. A young
2: person can pull off, you know, he was young when he had that shaggy hair. It's fine then, but at some point you have to grow up. And either cut it or put it in a man Or if you're Alex
1: Caruso, you have Those to the buzz options. it, or get the hair treatment. But but the
0: fuzz, guys,
2: the fuzz also, doesn't work. I he can like afford it. Ball-
0: he can afford it now. He's gonna get. He's gonna get paid. Like he's been putting up numbers. He's gonna get some money mm-hmm. if he wants to. If that's what he wants. I'm not saying I'm not telling a man to, how to live his life. But it's obvious that he wants. He, he's passionate about keeping it. We're talking about it. his
2: balding head so much we're not talking about his mustache which
0: and is also a, yes which that's bad a- it right. is it is bad. It was, bad. yes
2: it was bad and I, that's, a, uh, that's a chosen look that he's doing okay. it's not he's being as someone who has has a terrible. full beard
0: Is someone who has a full beard i feel like i can speak on this and um uh it, it's too soon like if it's not growing like because that looks like he is working really hard to grow it that wasn't hey i'm trimming it this way this is the best effort, and uh, you, you don't bring that as your best effort. That's that's when you're like, yeah, I gotta shave it, and I I got I'm gonna check on this in a couple years and see. see I gotta how wait it's, a few years, along.
2: see how it's coming in. But I see now that this is not a good look for me. That that is full thirteen year old comes back. It
0: grown a few inches. Comes back to school and has has the peach fuzz and 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 really wanting really wanting people to know that he can grow facial hair. Hair.
2: Again, I should probably go back to it's his life, and it's his face, no, and it's, He you should do what makes him happy. It's, it's,
0: yeah, he's he's, he's living his best life.
2: It's creepy. <laughs> Let's oh, be real.
0: Okay, okay, but we do have to, uh, b- before we get to every uh, the Grayson Allen performances, I, I like where this is going, uh, because Caruso made me think of this. Uh, Caruso and Ingles, that matchup last night was pure YMCA, like one of the best YMCA matchups. Uh, uh, that that the NBA has had in a while. If you were going to build your all YMCA team. All YMCA. NBA players.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
0: Mm, Yeah, like with Joe Ingles and Caruso as your template. Um,
1: I have to say Boban's probably on that team.
0: Boban, yes, is yes. Like a
1: giant. So.
0: <sighs> I guess I, I I think Vince Carter has got to be oh, on there, too. Like Carter. if, if the, this game also featured Vince Carter. Because all, his game all now is like full back down. Like, I'm going to back you down for 10 seconds. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm going to fake the pass out for five more seconds. And then I'm going to fade away.
2: I feel like Dirk would be Dirk. there. Dirk, has Good to be there. Choice. Yeah. So you got is Caruso, that, Joe
0: Ingles, Dirk, Vince Carter. Hmm. Like you need a like, like who who is your who is your center? Well, Boban. Costa is it Costa Oh, oh yeah, Costa Koufos. I guess. Costa? But...
1: Man, I'm just Costa Koufos and. Just Alex Caruso, can they really, uh, I mean, we jest, but it looks terrible. It really looks bad. And Costa Kufas has a beautiful wife. What is, what? shave the head or get the treatment. You guys have money. Cufas especially. Oh my god! You guys, it's really bad and offensive. It really is. I don't want Caruso on my team. I don't want to look at that head every game. You have the money to fix it. Fix it. All right,
2: this is the deal. We have the best looking team in the NBA. I'm just going to say it, and and I can't have him bringing down our no. ratio.
1: <laughs> not at all, not at all. And he keeps trying to dunk on Rudy, and it keeps not working. And and he's irritating. And he beat the Jazz last night, and I don't like it. Uh, so screw you, Alex Caruso, and your
0: fuzzhead.
2: But also good for you, Alex Caruso. <laughs> for changing the norm of what we think of as a basketball <laughs> good player.
0: Good for you. <laughs> good. I will say it is it is really good for the ball community to see a guy uh, get off the ground like hey. that. That was, there was some insane, like he was going for it. He was trying to end Gobert. That was, he was trying. That was some. impressive. Hey, shout he out
2: the- was out to prove something. He- so I don't know what it was, but he did he was- it. So props to you, Caruso. <laughs> hey, just just
1: so you know, Michael Jordan is in the bald community, guys. The bald community, top of the head.
0: It's not a bad community. <laughs> it's not a bad it's community. Fine. It's just accepting when, when it That's happens. That's right. The best always do. It's just but 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 here's the thing. He's probably fighting it. Like he's sitting there and he's like, I got I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this. I'm he's in this battle, and you know what? Kudos to him. He's he's fighting the good guess, fight. And I so, will say uh speak Speaking it's gonna of people be who haven't balded yet. Go ahead Mary.
2: <laughs> How it progresses.
0: Speaking of people who haven't balded yet, um Grace Allen, um Has our favorite head of hair. Our, our favorite Ted Cruz impersonator uh, made his way to the court and uh, first set his uh, career high at 14 points 3 games ago, then said that's not good enough for me. I'm going to filibuster longer and he went for 23. And so our man went for 23 points and helped in a blowout. So I ask you guys, is this a thing? Uh go ahead, Mary.
2: I I'm here for Grayson Allen. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead,
0: Mary. This is he's big, my uh, big front and center.
2: He's my spirit animal. I'm just gonna wow. put it like it is. Yeah. Cause Grayson, let's let's go back to the draft. When okay. he got booed at the draft. Mm-hmm. Like but that's, that's already that's causing it.
0: That's, that's a jazz pastime. We we we've booed Hayward, Stockton. We didn't boo Carl Malone. Uh but we, we booed uh Grayson. We've booed uh who else have we booed? Did Darren it's Darren Williams everyone. got booed? I think Darren Williams got booed too. Like everybody like that's that's what we do. Oh. We shouldn't do that anymore as Jazz. No. Fans. <laughs> probably (laughs) jazz fans got a lot to improve on but yeah
1: anyway
2: (laughs) we'll we'll get to that um but you know when i first saw him drafted i was like this kid this kid on the jazz really you know i'm watching the tripping videos and i'm like i don't know about him and then i saw this interview with him and he was just like this mild-mannered kid and he just had this cute smile and i was like this kid is gonna make me like him And I'm so angry about it. And (laughs) then there was a moment. I think it was when Rudy got kicked out of the Houston game. And Grayson was just given so much sass on the court. And I was like, man, this kid's my spirit animal. Like, he's just this mild mannered kid off the court, just super cute. And then on the court, he's just this demon who's tripping people and like sky into the rim. And just super competitive. And I think he's oh. gonna be great. You know, so he's got you, that drive.
0: Is it because he has a dark to, side? Is that what he is? is? Is it, he doesn't look like he should have a dark side?
2: No, he's just, he's mild mannered, but then he's just salty, like oh, on the court. Yes. Like he's just there to compete. And so you like you that know, alter ego. It. I do.
0: Like super villain. It's great.
2: That like competitive Luthor, side.
0: Who's, who's rich and suave in and, 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 and person and then behind he's he's trying to kill superman.
2: I mean, let's not go that dark. He's like a <laughs> he's like yeah. a
0: joker though.
2: <laughs> Every time, but
0: yeah, but but in essence,
2: he's not actually Ted Cruz, okay? <laughs> he's not that evil.
0: Have you ever seen them in the same spot at the same time?
2: That's a great point. We don't know that he's not. Well, I'm just saying. No, but he's he's been putting in the effort this year to When they went to game, Washington, you know, he
0: never checked in the game. I'm just saying not. Yeah. He, I will say this. I,
2: maybe, maybe he was, uh, he had other duties at the, right. on he the Senate floor.
1: Filibuster or something.
2: In Washington, that probably
1: helped a lot of people. But, yeah. but anyways, uh, I want to say this like Grayson Allen and he's had a rough, uh, like a rough three quarters of the season up until now, this last quarter, he's actually shown some real promise and some of it by necessity with the jazz dealing with so many injuries and, and resting players, uh, whatever's going on where jazz players aren't playing. And he kind of fits a perfect role next to Donovan. He is, he can play point guard or shooting guard. He can spot up and hit a three, or he's shown that he can handle and go to the rim and actually make a play. He's kind of the ideal fit next to Donovan. Now, is he going to be a starting level guard? Probably not. I really don't think so, but he's shown some, but maybe, maybe, but he's shown some real nice maybe. things. And if he can improve on what he's doing now, can he- I mean, if he sure. can hit, if he can hit a high percentage from three, that's the thing I've been hoping for. And I've been disappointed is it just feels like that three hasn't been falling for him. And I don't know why, because uh, he, he shoots it pretty well. Like that was the thing coming out of like the jazz workouts and stuff is that Grayson showed that he can really shoot it. And I've been waiting for this and we haven't really seen mm-hmm. it, but lately we did see it and he showed some nice things. Like he had that one play where he curled around Donovan th- hits him with the ball and he buried it with a curl. Like it was a very Corver esque, uh, shot. If he can do that, then all of a sudden he becomes yeah, nice
0: shoot it's a nice catch. That's a nice
1: weapon. But then also, yeah, like he, he showed like things that I haven't seen all season every for most of the season when Grayson Allen goes in, it's really like, Oh boy, <laughs> who knows what's gonna? But happen. You don't. You we don't know what no, you're gonna I have get. No idea.
2: I mean, he had that time <laughs> in like January that he blocked that ball. That it was mm-hmm. an amazing play, and then but, you know the next uh, game he was probably just running he, around the court again. He's well, had an he's interesting season.
0: It, it, it's it's
2: been but, it's been
0: hard because he has he, it, like he's the the first jazz player in a while that we've drafted who's had um a, a uh, reputation um, precede him as far as what you can expect on the court. Mm -hmm. And, and so uh, because of what happened at Duke. And so when he does, it has checked in, he, it has been in garbage time and I've made this joke a lot, but it's, it's a little bit based in reality where it's just like, normally when you put in a player who you drafted late, late in the first round in garbage time, it's just like, okay, I want him to get, get some minutes. But when you put in Grayson Allen into the last few minutes, it's like, oh boy, are we kind of lighting a match into a tinderbox right now to a team that's kind of mad that they're getting blown out, or are or the Jazz are getting blown out? So you don't want any hostile feel. So there's there's be, it's it, that's interesting with 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 him. But um, as the t- as the season has gone on, and he's become this fixture that is in the G league and more separated from his time at Duke. I think that reputation is sort of washed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and i um, and a lot of people, referees opposing players, because let's be real. He was a fixture in college basketball for so long that NBA players know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and no, and know can cite games and remember games from the past four years. Uh, that's really unique for a for a guy in his rookie season. So, um, I think I think he, he can be a good staple next to Donovan. I don't think he's going to be a starter. I'd love to be proven wrong by that, but I think he's going to be a good. He could be a good role player and someone where you can be like, okay, we're we're subbing out our our point guard, whoever that may be, and he's going to be able to be go in there and have. Uh, it's always good to have some a guy like Grayson who has irrational confidence uh come off the bench a guy who when he looks in the mirror he sees Michael Jordan every single time and and who's gonna go out there and just have have that irrational green light and that's really good. that's really good for to have a player like that as a change of pace maybe not you don't want that guy playing starter minutes next to Donovan because you want Donovan to be the focal point of that but uh he's definitely going to be able to go in there and just be like okay I'm le- uh, I'm just letting it go. And if he can hit that three-pointer like he showed against Sacramento, I think in Sacramento he showed the type of off-the-bench type guy that he could be where, hey, he can go off um, pretty quickly um, if if you lose track Mm -hmm.
2: of him. I don't know if he has the irrational confidence that you're talking about. I think that he's really suffered – I'm saying that he's suffered from confidence in other games, I, I think. That's true. But I think that he's someone that you can't discount. I think that mm-hmm. he could really surprise everyone because he has shown that he's willing to work hard and really is, you know, he's thirsty and he's salty and he's there to prove that he can be better. Right. And so I, I think that he could, you know, over the summer, you know, work even more come back and be even better next year i agree yeah
0: I, and this is where we put in the 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 uh spoiler that it's march um delon wright for the grizzlies has had two april straight, uh, well it march and april um he's <laughs> you have delon wright who's playing garbage minutes for the grizzlies and no one's really scouting them and so he's put in two triple doubles caruso's put up big numbers um this is a time where role players on uh, role players on all teams are are able to kind of get what they want, uh, want a little bit easier because teams that are locked into the playoffs or locked out of the playoffs, it it's not like the Memphis Grizzlies right now are like hunkered down looking at game film for their final two mm-hmm. games. They're just like, let's just right. let's just no one get hurt for the off season so y'all can train and we can get better. Or so we can trade you. Uh, same thing. Same thing applies for for uh, for playoff teams. They're just being like everybody. Like it's good if we win, but let's let, let nobody get hurt. Mm-hmm. Nobody get hurt. It's better to be healthy than to ha- have have one extra game at home. I one other thing
1: I want to say about Grayson, so. and I, that's why I don't know if he's irrational confidence. I think uh, what I when I see Grayson Allen play, he's got that crazy competitiveness he's actually got that same characteristic that uh westbrook has that it doesn't matter if it's like a pickup game at the park with a bunch of 12 year olds or if it's like the first round of the playoffs grace and allen's going to go at the same speed and try to win that game uh he goes out there and he just he does he tries so hard to win the game and at the beginning beginning of the year he was just going a million miles an hour and that's what I got a little nervous a little bit is because I just at a certain point I started to wonder like is he ever going to be able to go in like second and third gear and not constantly like fifth gear the whole time and I that's what's made me really excited about the last few games is you've really seen him kind of calm down be patient when he gets into the lane he's uh, he's kind of probe well yeah he like probes and he uh, reads the defense a little bit whereas at the beginning of the year it was just like You know, a hundred miles an hour, go to the rim, uh, try to make a bucket and oh, I'm getting blocked and turnover and the other team scores. And now I think he's really kind of calmed down. And I think a lot of people have mentioned the G League, which I think has actually been really good for him to just, you know, learn what he is in the NBA. When a rookie comes in the league, especially one like Grayson, who's spent four years at Duke and he has kind of this perception of his himself. It's hard to go in the NBA and realize, oh, I can't do all those things that I did at Duke because these guys are like three or four times bigger, faster, and stronger than what they were in college. And I think he's had a little bit of a longer learning curve than we expected for a four-year player. And in some ways, it might be harder for someone like that because Grayson has like four years of habits that he's built up under Shashevsky, and you know, a lot of those, he's probably had to break down and change mindset and understand I, I'm not the guy anymore. I'm a role player now, and this is what I need to do. And it just seems like he's finally kind of understanding that he's calming down because man, sometimes he goes out there and it really is just like a million miles an hour and he'll get a, he'll get a charge foul or he'll step out of bounds when he gets the ball at the three point line. And, 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 I, it feels like he's finally kind of figuring it out. Next year is going to be a lot of fun to watch Grayson to just see, you know, how good is that next step for him? Does he, uh, is he able to really become a knockdown three point shooter and, and, you know, grab a couple assists every game? Cause he is a good passer too. That's an, the thing that, about Allen, and I can see why the Jazz yeah. drafted him, is he's really a Quinn Snyder type player. He's a guy that can pass, shoot, and drive. And, you know, if you can do all those three things, Quinn Snyder is going to like you and you're going to be able to get points in his offense and 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 do some fun things. But when he's just, you know, so fast and he's not able to read the floor very well and that's when he runs into trouble. And I, it's exciting to see him get better because there's been times this year where I just thought, man, who knows? Uh, but, yeah, so I think Grayson's – I'm excited personally about Grayson. I think he has a chance to be a really nice role player for the Jazz uh, for years and he's not very expensive either. So uh it's nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the developments we're seeing is just he's improving. Um I don't think it's good. It, well, it won't have any bearing on the playoffs unless a lot of things go wrong. Meaning exactly. God forbid, Neto can't play. Rubio can't play. Royce can't play like, uh, uh, like, like, a lot of things have would have to go wrong for for Quinn to look at that bench and be like okay Grayson it's your time um so but it is it I think it'll be really fun to see how Grayson does at Summer League because it, when you're a second year player at Summer League it's like okay your job at Summer League is to not play the second day that's that's your job as a second year player is to play so good your first game that they're like Shut down, we've seen enough. We know mm-hmm. what we got. That's the goal. So um a, a real success for Grayson would be okay, he played great in in Salt Lake Summer League. We're not sending him down to Las Vegas. We can have whoever our our first rounder, or second rounder, if the Jazz even still have him um play down there, but we're we're mm-hmm. we're done here. So that would be a a definite a definite good sign. So that leads us to um our our last talking point, which is more of a, hey, y'all just need to go read this, and it's the uh, it's a, the article that Kyle Korver put on the Players Tribune, um, talking about privilege, and really putting into light uh, the the incidents of Russell Westbrook um, having white privilege, um, especially in a league that is uh, predominantly black. And in a league where the ownership is predominantly white and the fans are predominantly white. So um, it is an excellent, excellent article that I think uh, all of us should read. The Utah Jazz, I, and I think I can speak for all of us here, have been doing an amazing job as it pertains to uh, really going full press when it comes to tr- uh, doing their best to change not only the image of the Utah Jazz um, as it appears to other fans, um, and uh, but just those in the community trying to enact change when it comes to uh, racial issues, as it uh, applies to conduct, and as it applies to um, Utah, the state as a whole, trying to be a voice for good and using the power and privilege that they have. Um, to really move uh, the needle forward. So, we definitely want to let you all know you got to mm-hmm. read it. You got to read it.
2: And in addition, watching the players' roundtable with Kyle, Tabo, Epe, and George, also very good. It's only like 20 minutes long, but it has a really great dialogue between those four players and they all come from different backgrounds. So, and I think that's what they're trying to encourage people talking about these issues and listening to people with different experiences than you. So I highly recommend watching that video yeah, as well.
1: Really good. I don't Completely think any of us agree. can really expound any better than what they do. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's and go read it as well. It's really good. Uh, hopefully we all can just do some self-reflection like Kyle Corver talked about and,
0: and uh, it's really good. And join, and join Epe's book club as well. He's been doing amazing. Yes, I he, uh, it, Go ahead. I,
2: I've been behind. I finally finished Gail's book, which is very short, but um the book club is awesome. Read Gail's book. She's an amazing person. I was blown away at just how good she is. So highly recommend. So I've uh I've got Michelle Obama's book that I still need to read. I have Malcolm X's book I still need to read, but I will do it. And that's, so, and that's precisely join that Facebook
0: club. What Epe's been doing. epe has been Pushing different perspectives. I mean, he started out Epe's book club in Utah with the book Things Fall Apart, which is about uh, pre colonial uh, Africa. And, and, and which is a
2: book I pretended to read in college. So it, I would <laughs> recommend actually reading that. It is, it, I, I,
0: I, did, I did read it in grad school. Um, and it's a great book. And he started out with that book. Um, And so Epe has been doing great things. Tabo has always been a voice for change. In fact, he even gave part of his settlement that he received from the NYPD um, to uh, a charity that is uh, for uh, better representation um, when it comes to uh, legal representation in the courts um, for the accused. So um, amazing, amazing work that they've all been doing. And uh, we're just really lucky to have these guys and uh at a, at a time like this when we 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 need voices like this and we need to hear other perspectives and we all need to get better so um on that somber note the playoffs are next week we'll probably have a special
2: playoff, play, playoff games,
0: edition uh yeah. podcast right before we get started and uh it's time for playoff push baby yes
1: guys make sure that you go gotta- to
2: We'll see how they're they're going to win
1: one of them. And then guess what? They're going to win the first round of the playoffs. And you know what? You know what would help them win the first round of the playoffs? Guys, everyone of you listening and girls, if you don't like and subscribe to this podcast, the Jazz are going to probably get upset in the first round. So you better go search on iTunes, SLC punks and like and subscribe, or you're just asking for the Jazz to lose, uh, the rest of the games of the season so if you don't want that to happen it's science it's it's very much science and also it's uh physics so make sure that you go and do those things that's science or you're asking for
0: big trouble uh do it (laughs) that's right don't put this on the job just do it Uh, and if you don't do it do you really want to take that chance do you really want to go out there do you want to put that into the universe do you
2: Do you want to feel that guilt? (laughs) I don't think you do. What if
0: you thought, what if you, what if you could be the difference? That's right. Thought so. And you can also leave a comment and
1: I will probably read it. Even if it hurts my feelings, I will read it. And, uh, so.
2: If it hurts his feelings, I'll hear about it later. So please do it. Please,
0: please, please. Please hurt James's feelings. (laughs) This is actually. I, I feel very strongly about this. Please <laughs> it do. My feelings. All I know
1: is I went to the elite eight, Michael. I went to the elite eight, and I'm just gonna enjoy that win. I didn't. Uh, by the way, remember the. You're not changing my mind. Hurting his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> the bracket challenge. By the way, five KL one form founder of SLC Dunk. Uh, uh. You know, congratulations to him. But uh, I almost the OG. I know the OG five KL basketball. Basketball, John. Good for you, Basketball, John.
2: I mean, guys, to make you both feel better, I wasn't included in either <laughs> okay. bracket because I'm a noob, noob. So, I mean, it's Noobs okay. Welcome. I'm always. not complaining. <laughs> I have a, a noob status. Hey, but... you know what? <laughs> and I'm really only here because James no. doesn't shut up about basketball. I, I think I converted so. all of them
1: to basketball uh, in the office. Even yeah, I, I think yeah, so. Well basically if you work with me, you're going to hear about the jazz at some point. Uh,
2: I, uh, I resisted for a long time, but uh, as you I'm can a, see, I'm a basketball I'm missionary now, guys
1: so. and all of you can be missionaries to your friends.
2: <laughs> he's, he's very <laughs> successful to Get them
1: to like, and subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. Lots of baptisms. Well, they should come join the church of SLC dunk by subscribing to this podcast. And, uh, Guys, I don't have anything Felicidad. I don't have anything else to say. Uh
2: except that our Jesus is Ricky Rubio.
1: Exactly. Come to the Church That's of Vessel
2: And on that.
0: With us Ricky
1: Rubio. <laughs> we out. Talk to you later. <laughs>